Hello there, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. Season two. Oh. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's Jewishish for February twenty sixth, two thousand twenty one, and we hear the dulcet tones of Eminence Front by the Who. That can only mean one thing. We are joined today by Her M. How are you doing today, Her M? Today, thank Excellent. you so much, co-host number two. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. A little weary, but happy that the weekend is here. Quite, we're yes, we're very excited because co-host number one made hamantash, and then they look really delicious. delicious. I'm gonna have a bite of one right now. What? That is incredibly exciting, and I am jealous. Yeah. Hmm. They're really delicious. good. Yeah, delicious. Mm. Oh. All right. We are recording and we are rolling. And what have you got for us this week, Haram? So as co-host number one, and I have already spoken about, and I feel like this has become kind of a recurring theme on this podcast because it's on a Friday. I watched the recent WandaVision like a second ago. Mm -hmm. And I think that it would be great if we went over some of my favorite fictional witches. Yes, please do. So, okay. Obviously, I'm an Agatha Harkness stan. I don't know who could Boy, be watching that. The purple vibes, goth queen, girl boss, total witch. We love it. Um, but I think that it would be remiss of us not to also look at figures such as Circe, who are incredibly... Circe specifically is cool to me because I'm someone who's interested in classics. So looking at that impact in classical literature, but then also on like sort of the book that just came out by Madeline Miller... Total classic witch example. We love that. Um, controversial figure. I know that um, we did a like little book discussion discussion group at my school on like the book series. So very near and dear to me. One of the better fictional witches, in my opinion. Excellent. Um. Next up, we've got Agnes Nutter. Have y'all read Good Omens? No. What is that? Yes. The producer and I watched that. Oh, really? Oh, yes, right. That's yeah. right. You guys watched, watched a little that. bit. Yeah, I saw a little bit. Yeah. My, my producer and I were very, very loyal to that show. And I had I the novel. I liked it a lot. I felt like it was very faithful to the book, too. Like, I literally don't think they could have cast better actors for the main role. Like, David Tennant and Michael Sheen totally killed it. Um, the costuming was great. The sets were great. The acting was great. The storyline, of course, by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, who will come up more than once on this list, great. But no, I've always been very endeared by the character of Agnes Nutter, just sort of being a prophetic witch. I think that that's very cool. I like the idea of sort of the new modern witch narrative being one of like taking back power and stuff. I read a post a while ago that said something like, witches are cool for women because it's like the one sort of figure in literature that doesn't take power from like men, but rather from like the earth or something. And I feel like there's almost like a female feminine like perspective on that with like Gaia, Mother Nature, that sort of thing. Anyways, very cool. I think Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman definitely lean into that one. Um, and the next up on that same theme, also by Terry Pratchett, Tiffany Aching. So I don't know if you all have read the Discworld series. It was like definitely a part of my childhood um, and more like middle schoolhood, if I'm real. Um, but in We Free Men, I think it was the first book. There's like a 
young witch girl who then gets sort of brought up into this witch culture with other older witches and it's just very it's very women supporting women i like it a lot um again it's another example of a woman not taking her power from a man as i think most positions at a certain moment in history or a series of moments in history i feel like women sort of had to take their power from it being granted to them by a man but in this case no just granted by the earth granted by mother nature that sort of thing and then harnessed by other women awesome we love that granny weatherwax was sort of her mentor love that too um next up a more i guess this world-y modern television-y figure we've got sabrina the teenage witch so i watched like one season of the new sabrina series and i thought that it just took all joy out of the og if that makes sense like i never read the comics but i have seen a couple episodes of the original television series it's so fun right like it's like aha which high school student she's growing up she's got all these milestones coming and plot twist she's also a witch super fun stuff we love that coming of age but she's also a witch what funny hijinks will then ensue? The new Sabrina series, it was all that she goes to the devil and the devil gives her her powers or something. And it's like, okay, shut up. I don't care. Um, they really leaned into not necessarily like the fun aspects of Halloween, but instead like the weird horror gore aspects of it. I don't want to see it. I don't care enough. It should be funny. There should be hijinks. It should not be as serious as they made it. Moving forward, we've got Elphaba and Glinda from wicked yes yes i know that it's also the wizard of oz yeah but like, i'm gonna be real i'm taking it as wicked because i felt like i connected more with the female friendship story at the heart of that narrative than i did the not distinctly not women supporting women narrative of the wizard of oz in which they pit them together why wouldn't they be friends they've got similar powers they've got like a similar like upbringing style i feel like you've got to connect over that you got to connect over the witchiness it makes no sense to me that they just be like aha and then we hate each other also why was the wicked witch of the west even like evil like what was the motivation there they gave such a bs answer there was none and i watched the weird new like james franco adaptation which frankly what is going on with james franco that's Frankly. another point though and i gotta say the idea that there were four i was like that is too many witches i cannot keep up with all these witches so i'm keeping it well within the wicked realm and i think that that's a totally fair choice and i would rank them at least in my top top 10 witches <laughs> of all time we love a story of female friendship we love adina menzel belting her I don't know what area you felt from. Belting from her voice just to the top of its limits. She's killing it on Defying Gravity. Such a female empowerment song. Female empowerment musical. We just, we love to see it. Those are my witch rankings. I didn't even rank them really. Those are just my witch opinions. This this episode is going to be called I Don't Know Where You Belt From. That was a good line. (laughs) That was a very good line. That was very excellent. That was an excellent aside. So uh, I have to ask you about a few. That seem not to have yeah. made your list. Hermione? Um, I felt like I didn't want to get into the J.K. Rowling controversy on Jewishish, and I didn't know how to address it correctly or in a good context. Fair enough. Okay, so fair I enough. So I decided to omit any J.K. Rowling from How about list. the witches in Macbeth? Hmm? There were two. You know, what are the distinctive characteristics? I've been a witch in Macbeth before at the American Shakespeare Center's like camp thing and I had a good time with it but I was distinctly disappointed that I didn't get a bigger role in hindsight it was absolutely the correct choice because I was a total spaz but I just feel like I don't have distinctive personalities for each of the witches I need a distinctive personality he's a witch 
He's, he's definitely a, a real he's witch. witch yeah. He's a witch, and he's a he, yeah. he's a witch. You were, you, were, you were at that camp with a guy we are guaranteed is possessed of evil spirits. I agree. I totally agree. Yes. Very evil man. Yes, yes. And then, uh, w- would you be familiar with one of the TV shows that WandaVision is responding to called Bewitched? I am not, and I want to be, but no, I've never yeah. watched it before. Very good for its time. Very good sitcom with a witch, uh, you know, who... The the remarkable thing is that she seemed to cast all her spells by wiggling her nose. Good for her. Yeah. No, it was very low effort for the spell casting. Girl power. Yes. Girl boss. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, I think that's a... Um, and it was kind of interesting because, you know, her uh, her... I, I can't remember. We eventually husband on the show is an astronaut. And so it was a show, even though it was a sitcom, it was very caught up with what what are the limits of power, especially what are the limits of masculine power, and what would it be like to imagine a kind of feminine power that is greater than what NASA and the space race and so on all embody. Oh, so that. it's kinda of, yeah, kind of a interesting dynamic on the thing anyway that was a fantastic witches list that yeah, you uh, gave us Bra- brava and uh please uh, chime in on our uh, other stories awesome okay espn e- i didn't even mispronounce that and i felt wrong espn ran a headline saying that nfl players association the maurice and, sorry the chief of the nfl players association ah the chief of them uh demarice smith told players agents to collude to really collude is in quotes yeah exactly told him collude to make sure nfl teams don't limit players salaries collusion is illegal but only for corporations employees are allowed to talk with each other about what salaries are being offered to them so telling players to collude is like telling pigs to fly up in the sky and eat birds by definition they cannot do it why eat birds what? Just, just. Well, I was trying to give an analogy with something where you would be trying to take advantage of something in a way that oh, you possibly okay. can't by that. definition. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which is to say that Smith just used the wrong term in recommending a perfectly ordinary and reasonable labor practice. If a headline appears every time ESPN misused a word that way, there might be no room on the internet for anything. I, I, I gotta say, ESPN singling him out for the, this yeah, use of a word That's seems really petty. not productive. We offer our best wishes to Angie Enlund, who refereed the Rutgers Michigan State women's basketball game on Wednesday and then was knocked unconscious right after Ooh. the game when a Rutgers player headed for the team bench ran over her. Ooh. Enlund sustained a concussion but no fractures. But she, she was out for a while. It's That's a terrible awful. thing. Can yeah. you imagine you referee the whole game and, and then, then you're on your way to the locker room and you get knocked down and she hit her head very hard. Oh, God. So uh, we hope that she will be okay. It's awful, yeah. Yeah. In the Open Sud de France tennis tournament, the fourth seeded player, who. No. No. What? <laughs> These are. Hubert. Hukash. That's Hukash? Yeah, what's a. Hukash. Hubert Herkosh. Was defeated so by Alejandro David, Davidovich Fokina of Spain, 7 5 6 2. What was that last name again? 
Yeah, I'm not doing it's that It's real, again. yeah, but it's remarkable, yeah. 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 And in other... God. Um, Haram, you want to say the end in other news? And in other news... 50 students from Dixie State University in southwest Utah went to the state capitol to urge legislators to approve a change to the university's name. But if you are thinking that the students were there on behalf of social justice or anti-racism, think again. An organizer of the rally said it's because the name makes it harder for graduates to get jobs or admitted to graduate school out of state. A study commissioned by the university showed that about a fifth of alumni had been questioned about the name by potential employers. The rally organizer said, quote, I I love Dixie and we don't want to change the name, but we have to change the name. If it's affecting students this much, we have to, unquote. The legislator who represents the area where Dixie State is located opposes the name change, and so do 61% of Utahns surveyed. Utahns. Yeah, I didn't know that word. Is that it? showed up on CNN. Yeah, I think so. I know several Utahns. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. They're like atolls, but only farther (laughs) west. Yeah. I hope none of them are listening. Yeah. The community was given the name Utah's Dixie by settlers who moved there from the south in the middle of the 19th century. And the university has been called Dixie State for over 100 years. And this is only coming up now. Can you believe this story? That's what everyone's disgusting in it. I didn't realize there really could be a... There's just, this is a story where everybody is wrong. Even the people who are protesting to get the name changed are doing it for the wrong motives. But how, to me, the remarkable thing is that 61%, you could get 61% of people in Utah to even express an opinion about this. Why do, pe- why do people in Utah have an opinion about whether Dixie State should, should stay Dixie State? The only way it seems to me to have an opinion about that is if you're against Dixie State. Every person I know from Utah doesn't mind giving an opinion. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They're very... How many people do you know from Utah? I know quite a few, actually. I don't know anyone personally, but the only person whose, like, name I know that has a connection to Utah is, like, Mitt Romney. I, one of my close friends, one of my old close friends from high school is going to BYU, and one of my very close friends from the Young Writers Workshop is going to college, I don't know which, in Utah. It's beautiful. I went to college with a remarkable man named Guy Bolton, who was a freshman at the college for four years, and left after six and a half years without finally having gotten his undergraduate degree. He's a remarkable fellow, very, very nice guy. And last I knew and last I saw him, he was a journalist in Salt Lake City, Utah. I went and stayed with him in Salt Lake when I was leaving California to move east. Oh, I bet you'll learn a lot in six years. Yeah. I feel like I don't know, like, anyone from the West. I don't know why that is. Like, not even California. Hmm. Well, this is one of the nice things about going to college. You meet people from all kinds of places. But and she's you... not going West for college, most no. likely. No, She's but... She's going much the opposite. Oh, yeah, but at St. Andrews, you'll uh, meet people from all kinds of places. Do we have to censor that? Why? It's revealing sensitive identity. We're not telling anyone else where anyone else, any of the other correspondents are going. Do you want us to censor it? Well, I don't even know if I'm going there yet. Oh, fair enough. Do you want us to censor it? We can. I don't really care. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's it's you know good luck to get it out there in the airwaves in the ether. Okay. 
to to yeah, let. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I'm too yeah, tired to let the word go anything, from this so. time and place to all six of our listeners per episode. Yeah. Also, I feel like we mentioned like the American Shakespeare Center. Like people oh, are yes. pretty much forming a and good we idea. Ruthlessly yeah. attacked if they wanted to. an yes. old classmate. Yes. So hopefully he doesn't listen. Marvel has really. I re- cannot imagine that. Marvel has released on Spotify the Agatha All Along song from <laughs> which, last week's which WandaVision. Which I think is really, really very, very good. Going on every it's, one it's of a my playlists. Good move, but also right. I don't know how the song has completely entrenched itself in the culture already, but it is just. Oh, uh, because it's amazing. Like this is representative of every single one of my friends, and I thought it was fine, but I wasn't like enthralled by it no but it's every it's it's, i don't even remember on, how it goes really yeah apparently but so this was a brilliant move to put this make this available um, all right but okay you know, i was gonna say i hadn't any idea why they were doing it but i i well, take this you, is why they're doing it this is what this is why we have people younger than i on the program is to give insight well it was to, written by the same people who wrote frozen and also the coco soundtrack so they are just hit after hit yes. like anderson lopez's yes Yes. Let It Go is not the most irrelevant song for this song. But it's di- it's disappointing to me that Kathleen Hanna's song from the previous episode right. seems to have disappeared. I mean, there's a really important artist. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Okay. CBS Viacom announced that it's bringing back Frasier. The new episodes will star Kelsey Grammer, but it's not clear whether other cast members will return. It's going to be on a new streaming service called Paramount+. Plus which is also going to have the next Mission Impossible movie after it's done in theaters and some Star Trek, I think. Oh, really? And yeah. a bunch of stuff, and I'm sick of those ads that are appearing all the time. Oh, really? We're not. We're doing so the free, you free gonna, trial. You're, 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 you've been a big Frasier fan. We're waiting wanna... until them all out. We're waiting until they're all out, and, and then, then we're, we're doing binge the free trial, them and we're watching all, them all in a all, few days. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, that's fine. You I know, agree. I just realized, you know, we what? started The Incredible Hulk a few days ago. We yeah, it's so forgettable. It again. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we had to watch it in two days. So okay, mm. that's all right. Yeah. What the heck? We're dedicated to the Marvel universe. Yeah, we need to know. Yes, we need to know. All right. Or something like that. I need to know. All right, so that's it for uh, Jewishish for uh, this uh, Friday, February twenty-sixth. Happy birthday to the brother of co-host number two and the uncle of mm. co-host number one. Yes, indeed. Happy birthday to Happy him. Happy birthday to him. And um, thank you very much, Harem. Thank you for the witch list. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. I feel like that's just been a sentence that's been in many different contexts and usually negative. So I'm glad that we could have a positive witch list. Yes, absolutely. We we should also have a show just on uh, restrictive and non-restrictive modifiers and get into the word witch that way, because yeah. many people don't uh, get that right. Mm. All right. Thanks, everybody. Remember, folks, if you have lost everybody in your family, do what? not use your magic to create a massive illusion. Why using not? Or do that's called girl power, actually. Yeah, it seems like it rather torments the citizens of New Jersey there. But torture is really the correct representation of girl power. I think that would be a a patriarchal misrepresentation of it. Um, that's my opinion. 
I think the processing of grief is a complicated thing. If she needs to ruin some other and people's days, tortures thousands days of people, for, and, you know. For, are you not respecting her process? <laughs> no. I'm, well, okay. I'm gonna get canceled if I say anymore. Canceling co-host number one. They don't even know my name, and they're gonna cancel me. Yeah. Are you going to fade out before you end this recording? Or I don't know. I'm waiting for a time when I can just hit stop. stop. Usually you say something. Stop. Stop.